0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Infinite Snap. Uh, if you're watching the video, you might notice that there is an extra face with us here today uh, introducing our uh, friend of the show, Justin. Uh, welcome to the show, Justin. Uh, some big news, Justin's going to be joining us uh, a bit more regularly on the podcast, which is great to hear. Uh, yeah, how you doing, Justin? Good?
1: Very good, thank you. Good to be here.
0: That's good. That's good. And Tom, how are you? Yeah,
2: not too bad.
0: That's good. That's good. Um, uh, from what you guys told me, my voice doesn't sound too weird, but I am uh, sick at the moment. As far as I know, it's not COVID, which is good. Um, I've been doing tests and it's uh, still negative, so I'll uh, see, see how I go. But I am pretty ill, but i uh, pushing through for today. Uh, so yeah, we're not doing the live stream today. Um, we'll be back next week doing it live, but uh, you guys will still get the episode this week. Um guys, today's episode we're discussing the uh what we think is gonna be in the next patch. Uh there has to be a patch coming soon. It's been ages since we've gotten one. Uh we're just gonna discuss like what cards we think need buffs and nerfs and things like that. Um we're gonna discuss a bit about the game's current um development and uh what we think its future development will look like under Second Dinner. Um and of course we're gonna be playing everyone's favorite game, uh Snap Who, at the uh end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. I know that's why you guys stick around to the end. Um, again, if you guys uh, want to If you listen on Apple Podcasts You can leave a review um, A lot of the other podcast apps Don't let you leave like written reviews They just let you do stars So if you leave a written review on Apple Podcasts uh, If it's a five-star review, we'll read it out Don't don't feel you have to give us five stars Obviously we love, you know, constructive criticism But if you give us a five-star review We'll read it out on the, on the podcast uh, Let's roll that intro and get straight into it All right, guys. So, Justin, you've been playing some Marvel Snap this week?
1: Yeah, I've been playing a bit of Marvel Snap. Um, kind of got over it a little bit. Um, well, I didn't play as much as I have previous, previous weeks or previous seasons, but uh, unlocked a cool card, which I'll go through later with the new deck, so I'm loving it again.
0: Yeah, cool, cool. And uh, Tom?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I haven't been playing much in the last couple of weeks, but decided to try out a new deck which has been more fun so the last couple days i've been probably playing a lot more than i have previously so it's been good
0: that's good that's good i think it's i think it's one of those games where you can kind of just play every now and then and just neglect it like other days um so yeah like i feel like it can be just played as that sort of game uh which is fine i mean i think that's a good game a game that you don't feel like you have to play every single day i sometimes feel like i have to play every single day because of the uh weekly uh (laughs) the weekly challenge did you guys complete that this week
1: the the no, mission? I just missed it. Yeah. A weekly challenge, so as in?
0: You, so you had to, like, complete the 35 missions for the week?
1: Oh, yeah, I do. I did. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I, I think uh, that's my minimum. As long as I'm doing the, the daily missions every day and I do the... What's the other thing? The season pass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. um As long as I'm doing all of those, that's, like, that's fine for me.
0: But I think... See, that's the thing. I think even just those can be quite... Like, if you're not playing, you know, at least... Half, you know, 20 minutes to 30 minutes a day, you can kind of fall behind because you can only have, what, six yeah. at a time. So I guess you need to play every 24 hours
1: sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I saw something as well, but don't quote me on it because I'm not sure. It might have just been off Reddit or something, but... um. Apparently, they may reduce the amount of missions needed for the weekly missions. I, I so did, instead of 35, it may be 25 or something.
0: Yeah, I, I think I saw that on Reddit too. I think it, they said 25 yeah. was the... Well,
2: we get the same rewards though, or it'll it be... Uh, less like a,
1: comment said, a comment said that it would be the same rewards, but yeah, I don't know. Interesting. So. It seems that I feel
2: like they would reduce the rewards if they're going to make us do less challenges, but still count as the whole weekly challenge.
1: Yeah, like, yeah but you know, it, for the season pass. It made sense, though, because, like, at the moment, it's like, you know, five missions, you get a reward, then another five missions, you get a reward, then they have, like, a 10 and a 10 in there yeah. to get to 35. I think now it just goes five lots of five to get you to 25, which makes yeah. more sense, I guess, yeah.
0: Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Um, I think I think the problem people have with it is, like, the, the whole FOMO thing. Like, if you think about it, it's seven days, you get six missions a day. So what's that, like, 30? Uh, is it even seven days? So that's like what? So you get thirty. What forty-two missions? Forty-two a missions week, a
2: week. Uh, so
0: you can miss out on what seven. And
2: then you play your gold if you yeah. want to catch up, which is like
0: obviously you don't want to be spending your gold on missions. So yeah, I yeah. think I think I can see why. Like I guess a casual player would find that very frustrating because they'll feel forced to play every day. Um, yeah. which I I think I I think we enjoy playing it every day, so it's fine. But I can definitely see if you just wanted to play for fun, you'd feel like you have to complete that every week, like, when it comes out, that mission?
1: Yeah, and the missions are not hard. Like, I feel like well, I'll get two missions pop in, and then I can play for maybe, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, and they're done. It's not it's not a big deal. And if they load up to six missions, then you can complete them all in, say, like, half an hour or whatever. Yeah, I think it depends on...
0: I think it depends on... Um, yeah, like, like what the missions are. Like some decks, it doesn't, like my deck doesn't, the deck I've been playing lately doesn't have any five cost cards. So when that mission comes up, I have to change mm. decks to actually complete it, mm. which I mean, I think is fine. But if you're, I don't know, if you're grinding to infinite with a deck and then you go, oh, I've got to do this mission, it can be like, I guess, a little annoying, especially when it is essential to going like further in the battle pass. Like you essentially have to do that mission to complete the battle pass. Yeah.
1: Because you get yeah. so
0: much battle pass XP from it. Um yeah it's it's an interesting it's an interesting one but uh you we not a bit off topic on that one <laughs> but that's fine that's fine um let's get into the featured locations for this week uh we had a new location so it seems to be the theme at the start of the uh at the start of the week we get a new location and have that as the featured location and then to end the week we get another featured location of an already existing uh location the raft. Um, what, what, what was the raft? I'm actually. Got, I've got to bring it up. Do any of you remember what the wording for it when
2: is? You, when you play, whoever plays fills the location first gets a zero cost, uh, a six cost card in their hand that it costs zero. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But a random one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So it was an interesting one. Did either of you guys, Justin? I'll start with you. Did you use a special deck for that location at all?
1: Um, I didn't. Didn't use a special deck, but it kind of. It feels bad. Like I like the idea of it but if you're using say i don't know a destroy deck or something like that you kind of just you can just lose from a situation like that because your opponent gets a yeah six costs for free basically so it's it can be a, a bit of a game changer yeah for sure yeah. Tom,
2: tom did you use anything special or just played it out Nah, the deck i'm using at the moment worked well with it because i used like i try and run you know lockjaw and then jubilee and then it just fills it up quickly and then It happened to me today, and then I had White Tiger out somewhere on another, somewhere else on the board, and then I got a zero cost Odin. So then I literally had two Odins, and then another Tiger out. And because that um, the raft location was already full, I just knew where the tiger was going, so I just stacked up on the tiger and just won. So that's actually insane. It is pretty broken at times, I think, but I think that's the point of these, just to do some crazy stuff.
0: I, I yeah. think I think it really just buffs like swarm decks, where you're playing like like an aggro deck. Um, I played like an aggro beast deck for like a few games just to see how it would work with the location. It's funny because I didn't actually realize it was a random six cost. I thought it was a six cost from your deck. I had, like, this really great deck idea, and then when it gave me a random card, I'm like, oh, my ID, my idea doesn't work. But, um, yeah, there were some games I lost because they just, like, I, I knew they had that zero cost, twi- like, as soon as I knew they had that six cost card for free, I'm like, well, turn two, they're probably playing two six cost cards and just winning. So, yeah. it was kind of like a, oh, they got there first, I'll just retreat sort of thing. But, I mean, when it's not featured, I think it's fine. The location doesn't bother me.
1: I was going to say that. I think while it was featured, it was it was a little bit unfair. You're trying to run a normal deck when all these other guys are running like one cost decks just to get that six drop. Yeah. But now that it's not featured, it's it's fine if it comes up.
0: That's right. It's not coming up every game. Um. So yeah. So no special decks for any of us there. I did that beast deck for a little bit. Beast Falcon deck. It was kind of eh. Um. And then the 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 de- the uh, location later in the week was Mojo World. Uh. Justin, any special deck for Mojo World? Pretty straightforward one. Oh, sorry. Uh, pretty straight.
1: It's pretty straight uh, straightforward. Do you want to explain what Mojo World is first? I'll bring it up. Uh, Mojo World is whoever has the most cards at this location gets plus 100 power. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it's it's cool. Um, it adds the added value to cards like Iceman or Okoye or Scorpion just because they're getting that on revealability really early, even though they're not adding much power, but they're adding that extra slot in Mojo World. That's what I found. Um, but other than that, it's nothing too crazy. It's a bit of bait as well. Like, you can just not go for Mojo World and go for the other two locations if they're decent. Um, and your opponent may feel forced to stack, like, three cards on Mojo World just because.
0: Yeah. I, I find so, I always, like, stack four cards on Mojo World and just, and then, like, n- not ignore the other locations. But once, I don't know, it's it's tough because turn five, they might, like, there'd be two spots free on Mojo World and I've only got three cards on it. And it's kind of like, well, if they play two cards, there I automatically lose that location. So it's a it's it's a tough one because I always feel like I need to fill it. Yeah, Tom, what, what's your thoughts on Mojo World
2: featured? Um, oh, it's no problem with it being featured. I think it's an interesting location, but I just with the deck I've been playing, I've just ignored it because I don't play a lot of cards. So there's no point even <laughs> going there because I know I'm just going to lose. Doesn't matter how much power I have there. That I'm sucks. not going to fill it with four cards unless I get a. Yeah, unless I have Lockjaw and Jubilee in hand, I probably won't even bother touching it and just yeah. go for the other two.
0: Yeah, that actually sucks. I think um I played discard during that and it actually was okay because if I discarded Swarm I would just fill it with Swarms.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it just I think hit- the, the the other cool card to add in your deck while Mojo World is um was featured is like an Electra or Killmonger or a Shang Chi or something, because if you've got you know, three cards turn five Ooh, yeah. and they filled it. Usually they'll have a one-cost card there and you just Electron, you just auto-win.
0: That's true. I didn't think of that. Like a Killmonger probably yeah. just automatically wins you that location on turn six.
1: Yeah, like, if you've got no one-cost cards, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, it'll. I guess it's all deck-dependent. Uh, so, yeah, I thought the Raft was pretty cool for a new location. I think it's nice to get a new location each week. Um, Yeah, I think that's, like, it's fine. It hasn't bothered me yet. I know the Triscallion was very... Uh, <laughs> That was a very that was annoying. yeah. That was a really annoying one for a lot of people.
2: Uh, guys, what decks have you been playing this week? Uh, Tom, we'll start with you. What have you been playing? Um, well, I've kind of mentioned it, so I've kind of been playing this really just lockjaw jubilee deck. Is probably what I'd call it. That's like the main the main synergy you want going. So pretty much it runs. Um Sunspot just to because you're not gonna be playing a lot of cards, so if you can get Sunspot out early, you can just buff that throughout yep. the game. And then ideally you wanna just play Lockjaw, then Jubilee, because then you get the Jubilee pulls out a card. Yeah. And then Lockjaw swaps the Jubilee with another card and just fill it with, you know, a bunch of five and six cost cards.
0: No Mr. Negative yet?
2: No, I haven't unlocked Mr. <laughs> Negative yet, so wow. cannot play that, but Unfortunately, I'm looking forward to when that comes out. Well, you—it'll probably oh, when I get that.
0: My my guess is it'll be nerfed by the time you get it. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin, what have you been playing?
1: Um, I did unlock Mister Negative hey. probably two days ago. Oh, nice, um, that was awesome, and I do have Lockjaw as well. So my been running a deck that runs Ant Man, Sunspot, Ironheart, Wolfsbane, Lockjaw, Devil Dino, Jubilee, Mr Negative, Iron Man, White Tiger, Jane Foster, and Blue Marvel. Oh, listen to this guy so, just rattling off the deck! You should just do a deck profile. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll tell you about it. So, uh, basically, Mr Negative, ideally, Mr Negative turn four. Yep. Um, Jane Foster turn five. Yep. You get out all your zero now zero cost cards. Yeah. Um, I only run three in the deck, um, I... which is Iron Man, Devil Dino, and Ironheart. Yeah. Um, uh, and then yeah, turn six, it's just you drop everything that you can basically, including those three zero cost cards. You know what you could um, add?
0: This is a card that you you don't really like. You could add Morph. <laughs> I,
1: I, I did have Morph in there originally, but <laughs> I don't know. I might try him again. I might give him a go. Uh, but I'm getting used to the deck now. And then, like, because Lockjaw's in there as well, like, there's it's another win con, just like Tom's deck kind of thing, where you Lockjaw turn three and then you go for, like, a Jubilee turn four and, and maybe a White Tiger turn five and, yeah. and, and try that angle. Um, and, yeah, it's been really fun.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I think the Jane Foster thing, we'll talk about that later. Um, we're going to discuss some buffs and nerfs and things like that. Um, yeah, the Jane Foster is like an interesting one because it pulls out all those now zero-cost cards. Um, yeah. it's, actually, it's actually funny. I first missed a Mr. negative deck today. You were saying with Lockjaw, and he, they played Lockjaw turn – it was turn seven because of magic, and they played it turn seven where the Lockjaw is. So without the Lockjaw going off, they would have won the location, but it got changed into like a weaker card.
1: Yeah, and so they sometimes.
0: Yeah, they lost the location, so that was a bit unfortunate for them.
1: Um a cool a cool um interaction that I have actually that I've noticed um, is Lockjaw I can't remember Tom if you had Wolf Spain in your deck, but Lockjaw with the Wolf gets the buff Yep. then swaps back into your deck. Yeah. If you pull it out again, it's still got the original buff, yeah. so you can get oh. like some crazy numbers. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. That pretty cool. kind
2: of makes sense, because I think the buff must
1: happen first. Yeah, the buff happens first, then it just swaps for a card in your deck. It's pretty cool.
0: It's pretty. Yeah, that's, that is pretty cool. Uh, unless, you, yeah. unless it goes back into your deck, and then you play Mr. Negative.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. That's actually, that's the thing about Jane Foster as well. If she's not already in your hand, yeah. and you play Mr. Negative, she's just unplayable, because she becomes 8-cost.
0: Which is exactly right. I think people would like say that she's not good because of that reason. But if you have her in hand and Mr. Negative, it's pretty yep. broken, that combo. Um, do you have si- do you have Psylocke at all?
1: I don't have Psylocke. Yeah, that's,
0: no. I don't either. And that's like kind of like I've been playing Mr. Negative a little bit, but it just, I feel like with Psylocke, it just makes it so much better. Um, but what yeah. does
1: Psylocke do again?
0: So you get plus one energy the next turn. So you can play that on turn two and then play him turn yeah, Mr. Okay. Negative turn three.
1: Yeah. So that's your that's. I did, I, I did have a game today where I think Pegasus was the location. Yeah. Uh, where you get plus five energy, and I had Mister Negative in hand. So like getting Mister Negative out early, On yeah. like turn one, two, or three, it's it is crazy. Everything, but... everything's like low cost.
0: For sure. I saw on Twitter we were just talking about funny Mister Negative interactions. I think the card just yeah. does so many crazy things. But I saw a on Twitter. Um, it was so like it was the location that plays a card. It plays a card from your hand. First location, and it played Mr. Negative, and it's like yeah. you just auto-retreat. Like, <laughs> the entire deck of now flipped costs, like, for the rest of the game, everything they draw is just broken. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is quite funny. Uh, and, Tom, I know you were playing a lot of Destroyer. What have you been playing lately? I know, I, I, um, I know yeah. you talked about it a little bit.
2: Um, mm-hmm. We went through, so, yeah, pretty much like what Justin said, with Lockjaw, Jubilee. Yeah, Jubilee. Yeah cool. Much, yeah, cool.
0: Cool. Did I did I already go through that with you? Yeah, you already went through. With him. <laughs> I thought that, yeah. guys. My brain, I got like full brain fog. I was just like, as you were talking, I'm like, wait, didn't we just talk about your deck? Yeah. Full brain fog. I'm sorry, guys. I'll be uh, hopefully I'll be uh, better next week. Cool. I've just been playing a Cerebro deck. Uh, so I was playing it last week. I was talking about it, but I unlocked Magic. Uh, like a few days ago, Magic. I I think it's good in the deck. I'm not sure. It is three power, so it does get the buff, and it gets you that extra turn to like play more cards. Uh, I'm still tossing up if it's actually good with magic because, I mean, you get way more cards out, but your opponent also gets another turn. So, it can also hinder you. Uh, It just depends. I'm still trying to figure out if it's good. Uh, I've added Shang-Chi to the deck as well. Um, Playing magic, like, turn, like, six to throw them off and then, like, playing a Shang-Chi. Like, when I know that there's a location, I can just kill something. Shang-Chi gets the buff from Cerebro and Mystique and stuff. And then also just kills their like big card. So that's just like it's pretty broken. It just wins games, Shang-Chi. Just good card, I pretty think. Pretty good. Yeah. So like you'll end up with like seven, eight power and also kill something. Which is pretty
1: extending nuts. the game extending the game just ensures that or makes it more consistent because you are more likely to draw three bro.
0: Yeah, and and there's even like turns where, for instance, like sometimes I've played magic on turn five. And then turn six, instead of having, like, turn six, instead of playing, like, Blue Marvel, I can play, like, three two-cost cards. And that's another three cards with seven power, which is pretty insane. Um, and then turn six, I can play Blue Marvel. Uh, sorry, turn seven, play Blue Marvel, and they all get that buff as well. Um, so, it's, like, it's, it's a pretty combo-y deck. Like, you have to hit everything in the right order. If you don't get Cerebro, like, it's almost impossible to win. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing that a bit, but I've kind of just fallen back on, like, Apocalypse, like, Discard with Dracula
2: yeah, I can't actually get into those decks. Do you have Dracula though? Oh, I do have Dracula. Oh, I'm
0: with, pretty sure. with Dracula, I'll send you a deck list. I'll send you my deck list, but it's pretty much playing swarm apocalypse all the discard cards with Dracula. Yeah. Um, Moon Knight is like I I never thought Moon Knight was a good card, but Moon Knight is my like favorite card right now. There's been so many games, especially especially against like um like Sarah, like I played against like a Sarah Miracle deck. Um it was actually a good friend of ours that I got matched up with. And it was kind of, I like, I played Wong and then played Moon Knight and discarded, like, I'm trying to remember what I did. I discarded Sarah and I discarded, like, something else, another big card. He was just like, I can't win now. So, it's kind of like, you can snap. Like, I've snapped, like, seen they've got, like, uh, so he had zero cards in hand on turn seven. He made a turn seven. He had zero cards in hand, so I knew he could only play one card and I was already winning two locations. I was pretty confident I couldn't lose. Um, and yeah, so like, there's just been some dumb games where they like, obviously, if if they're playing like hella discard, then it's good for them. If I discard their cards, but yeah, sometimes like I'll discard a Iron Man, discard a, a Odin, discard like yeah, a Blue Marvel, and I just laugh because it's like their win condition. A Destroyer, I discarded a Destroyer today, and the guy was just like, "Thanks, bye." <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. like, um, yeah, it's it, I get what you're saying, Tom. Like, it's pretty like it seems like a simple deck, but. You still got to think about, like, like sometimes you have, like, three discard cards in hand. And if you play them, you might discard something you want to use on the next turn. So There's a lot of, like, yeah, I guess, crunching numbers to, like, get the best outcome sometimes. That's
2: and, I feel like that's the thing I don't really like about it. I'm just trying to think too much. And then I try and play something that just discards what my plans are. And I'm like, well, shit, now what do I do? That's
0: exactly what happens
2: sometimes. So, I just... Yeah, I don't know. I've never gotten into it. Maybe I just don't have a, the right cards yet. I feel like I don't have a lot of them. I'll I'll give you Maybe a you know. list.
0: I'll give you a list and see like see what you come up with. Um, I feel like one thing that we need to like really drill into, like not drill into, but people need to understand is you can't just pick up a deck and be good at it. And that goes for any video game. Yeah, you can't just like you can't just play a new character and instantly be good with them. Like I picked up the Mister Negative deck, and I reckon I lost my first like three to five games because I was like, I actually don't know what I'm supposed to do. And then eventually it clicks and I go, Oh, right, right. Like, I know, I know i meant to play Mr. Negative and then like, like play all those cards, but it was kind of just figuring out where do I play to win? Like what needs to be where? Like mm-hmm. I know with my discard deck, if I play Angela, um, I usually want to play like Wong and my other weaker cards there because Angela is going to buff and make it like a formidable location. Whereas if I play Angela somewhere where I'm going to play apocalypse, like it doesn't make sense because he yeah. can win a location on his own. Um, just yeah. things like that, yeah. So I think if you're trying a new deck out, stick with it for a day before you decide that you don't like it. Uh it's
2: a bit yeah. of free nah, advice. I've come, there. I've come I've come back and forth with discard. Like I've tried it when I and then I got I'd get new cards and I'd try it again and I think I think I just don't find it as fun as playing Because I don't play probably as much as like you guys Me. do. I probably <laughs> feel like, yeah. I probably feel like I'd rather play the limited time I have and just have fun instead yeah, of trying to sure. like figure and then just getting frustrated because the deck I'm playing now is just so much fun because it's just, you can just do some crazy things. And I think that's the appeal I'm getting. Like I'm not really playing to rank up or do anything. I'm just playing to enjoy it for what it is.
0: I, I think you're better off playing something that you're going to enjoy because you're going to play the game yeah. longer, which I, I, I definitely 100%. agree with. Like every time I get a new card, like I got magic, I stopped playing Cerebro, I got magic. I went, Ooh, maybe I can actually revisit this and I had fun with that for a few days. So yeah, I definitely mm. agree with that. Better off playing something you enjoy. That's also good rather than like the best deck. Um, if yeah. everyone just played the best deck, then it would be a pretty boring game. Um, just yeah, and, every- and
1: just back to what you said before about sticking with decks, like I unlocked Halla maybe a week ago. Yeah. Which was insane. But, and then I tried her for like maybe a day and I just... I couldn't make it work I don't know what I don't know if I didn't have The right list Or if I didn't have enough practice I couldn't make it work And then I haven't I haven't touched it since
0: And I, I think that happens I unlock a card That I've been like I've been complaining to you guys Ever since we got like Pool 3 I just always get bad Pool 3 cards And now I'm realising I think I'm just Then when I get a good card I go like Ah oh, it's terrible Like it sucks I think I'm just not where you're just not persisting and learning it properly. Um, And I mean, even just like watching like YouTube videos and um, like if there's like people streaming the game to go and check that out. Um, And like, yeah, if you find someone playing that deck, you'll learn a bit, even if they're not like the best player, at least you're going to see someone who has a bit more experience with the deck than you. Um, So yeah, I guess that's probably our advice on that. Just stick with the deck for a bit before you uh, throw it in the trash um and I think we all need like I do it as well. I just like go, this sucks. I wanna hit infinite, throw the deck out, never play it again. Cool. Um, so guys, patch. Uh there's gotta be a patch soon. I the last patch we had was August eighth. So is we're now true? like Yeah. So we've had we've had like updates in terms of like the season pass and stuff. But I mean like yeah. an actual game patch with like buffs and nerfs or anything like that. The last one was August eighth, which is like a month. It's Quite over well, a month yeah. now. So they were generally like, they did say that they were kind of behind on doing a patch. But I think with the game coming out in what, less than a month, global launch, there's like a lot of work they've got to get done. I mean, there's like. I wouldn't the, be yeah,
2: surprised if they just wait for the launch and just do a big fix then.
0: I, I get it. But I think the problem is the whole point of the beta is to make sure things work before they go live. Like, imagine they go launch, global launch, and the black card bug happens every second game all of a sudden.
1: <laughs> Like, yeah. that, that would just
0: hurt. People just yeah, won't play they, the game. They
1: need to fix that bug. That oh, is super annoying. So,
0: I, it doesn't happen to me that often. I'm on iOS. It doesn't happen to me that often. But I see some of, like, our friends. I don't know about you guys. Every time they screenshot something to me, there's black cards on their on their board. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, how are I, you playing? <laughs>
2: I feel like it comes around like some like about a week or two ago. I feel like I literally never got it once in a while. And then now I'm getting it more often. So, I don't know what's happening. It just seems like it's just random. Like, what? sometimes it'll work fine. You won't have any issues. And then sometimes like I could just see like I wouldn't even do anything different. Like, you know, I think you mentioned it to me when you scroll down on your notification bar. That's when it like triggered it. Yeah. Sometimes I wouldn't even do that. And it just click in and then all my cards are black. And it's just... How does it? What triggers it? It's like sometimes it's just so random. It's so yeah,
1: I, I, I agree though, because I when you guys or oh, everyone was complaining about it, I never got it. Only Colossus. But now I'm going through a patch where <laughs> oh, no. every couple of games it'll just happen. Not all of the cards, but like there'll be like maybe three or four. Yeah, cards and sometimes the name will just go black. Yeah,
2: and the name's still there through the black, and it's like, <laughs> what's, what? Why it's is that so one annoying. not? It just doesn't make any sense, but so it,
1: it just it annoys me so much. It's like it's unplayable to me.
2: Yeah, it, I think. Oh I wouldn't go that far.
0: No, but it's annoying. No, but like, I like. How it's do you annoying. play? It, it's like imagine you're playing a shooter, an FPS, and all of your like your entire map just goes black for like
2: a full game. Uh, it's a bit different. All right, all right, say say because you can click into it say and look at right, it. Say like, you still know what card you're playing. Right, I
0: apologize. Say your crosshair becomes a big black square. <laughs> then what do you do? <sighs>
2: It's like I it's have annoying. to like it's
0: you say you have annoying. to click into it, but what if I've got seven cards in my hand and I've got four of them have three power and like two cost? I've got to click into each one and go, what is this card? Uh, like yeah, like obviously it's not well, I was about to say it's not game breaking, but it definitely is game breaking. Like imagine, like obviously there's no official tournaments no. or anything, but imagine like like you were, I don't know, running your own like little like there's Cube Rush that um Marvel Snapzone are doing. Imagine you're doing that and you just get that bug, like, every second game. Like, you just, what do you do?
2: I don't think it's game-breaking. I disagree with that. You don't think it's
0: game-breaking? Wow.
2: I've never lost a game game because of the black cards. Oh,
0: I definitely have. I've definitely, like, looked at a board state and gone, I don't actually know what's going on. I'm just going to retreat because I don't actually know what's what.
1: Like, maybe not lost the game because of it, but I'll put the game down if it happens like a couple of games in a row.
0: Which is abro- like it, I, I feel like I. So like for instance, I, I get what you're saying, but like when I see Iron Man, I know oh well that's dupl- that's doubling the power there. If I can see like if I got to do the math and go oh here's a zero here's a five cost with zero power, maybe it's Iron Man. Like and and it's I get when it's only a few cards. When it's like most of the board, and there's you know twelve cards on each side. That's 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 just. You only get, like, what, 45 seconds to think? Sometimes I take up that 45 seconds just deciding my final turn if it's, like, an interesting board state. I think it's, like, fully, that's fully broken.
1: It just seems like something that really just shouldn't happen. Like, it seems like such an easy fix. Like, why is it happening? Well, but yeah. Anyway, I'm not a developer.
0: So, like Colossus, yeah. like the bug with Colossus, Colossus is still just white. I've just never seen Colossus ever again. Yeah, yeah. Same. But like that's yeah. that's I don't consider that game breaking because when I see that, I know what the card is. I know
2: what it is. <laughs> if each card had its own little shade <laughs> of different colors yeah. you find, I'd have like, you just memorise the colours.
1: You have like a key code.
0: You have like a separate <laughs> key code, and you just got to like look at your key code, the colour
1: code. Or if each character had like their own picture, that'd be awesome. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, like they're meant to. Like
0: the the normal card? Oh, sorry, yeah. I get what you're saying. You're saying if the game just actually worked.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah. you were like, so, you, so... Like what Justin said, it feels like it just should be such an easy fix. Like, black squares just should be turned off. Like, why is it happening? Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Behind the scenes, there must be some big issue because they would have fixed it by now if they could. I'm you, sure you, you, heard it,
0: you heard it here first, guys. Infinite Snapper starting their own dev team. Uh, hottest hottest new digital TCG coming, at you live, uh, coming to you guys. It's gonna be called uh poop because I don't know how to make games. <laughs> it's
2: called Hello, Hello World or Hello Universe. <laughs> Hello
0: Universe, yeah. Hello Universe for all the uh, <laughs> there'll be a few people out there that understand that reference. Uh, <laughs> I have no
1: idea what you guys are talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah,
0: see, I thought it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's like a, it's like the first programming you do in like an IT class. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. You make
0: an app that says Hello Universe or Hello World when you click something.
2: <laughs> Even oh. when I did like a computer science uh, at uni, yeah. it was literally. First, the first day was Hello Universe. I'm like, cool. Yeah. So I did this in Year Eight. It's just consistent. It's,
0: it's literally like they like just every every school in the world just has the same if, curriculum.
2: If I pursued that career, I imagine your first day of work is like, hey, <laughs> make this program. It's called Hella Universe.
0: Maybe that's what. Maybe that's what Second Dinner do. Maybe they just sit there making like Hello Universe triggers. And then they're like, oh, actually, maybe we should get back to de- developing the game. Maybe we should
2: fix the black squares.
0: <laughs> no, but they did stay. They definitely stated that. They knew it was an issue. It just wasn't coming in a patch, like, with the new season, which hasn't happened, Like, which is what well, we were told. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Guys, uh, I don't know how many people we have listening from Israel, but the beta is live in Israel as of, like, three days ago or something. So, you can get in early, get in, like, a month early before the global launch, it's kind of interesting. They're still expanding the beta now. I think after announcing global launch, you feel like they'd just leave yeah. it. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, don't
1: it's pretty interesting. You'd think they'd have a good pool of of like the audience that they that they're testing off for sure. I don't know.
0: I, I like I don't even know like who who they're gonna verse. Like who's gonna be like who are they gonna play against? Like in Australia, New Zealand, like it's probably well, I want to say it's enough players, but I think we encounter enough bots as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I don't know. It's interesting, but there you go. Play it now in Israel if you uh want to. I I, don't, I didn't actually see if that was Android and iOS because I know some of the beta drops were only Android. I'd assume it's both, um, but I'm not entirely sure. So what are we expecting in the patch? Because it has to be like Tom's saying possibly at global launch. I reckon it has to be within the next few weeks, and then another like patch just before they go like global. Um, or like the 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 global patch doesn't have to be like buffs or nerfs. I don't I don't think that. Uh, is important but like just to make sure the game is ready like i mean they're gonna have a huge influx of players so they probably need to like get ready for that and make sure everything's gonna work um do you guys think there'll be any changes to like monetization uh any like game like i guess like um other than bug fixes and like card buffs and nerfs do you think there'll be any changes before global launch
1: i really think monetization wise there'll be any changes yeah yeah yeah, so probably like probably too like early. Get a get a good yeah get a good grasp on everyone's feel of it once it goes, once the global launch happens. Um, if they're still getting like most people that are complaining about it, they might do something about it. Who knows? Um, but I think they may introduce a few more features for global launch. Surely, I hope so.
0: I, I just want PC client. That's like my like I like everything else can take a backseat for like another few months. PC client is just like. Um, like we do, like we're doing the podcast on a computer, like when we, when, like, when I do YouTube videos, if like you, you like, people that want to stream, people that are streaming Marvel Snap, if we just had a PC client, it would just make like life 10 times easier.
2: Would you rather a PC client or the black card bug?
0: Ooh.
1: Black card bug.
0: Uh, it actually doesn't happen to me. It probably happens to me like once a week now. <laughs> so I will take the PC client. Don't, don't at me.
1: But you <laughs> know. I'm wasting
2: mix- here. <laughs> In the next in the next week or so, you're gonna cop the black bug. <laughs> Probably like every second game, yeah. you're like, "Fuck!" No, nah, PC um,
0: client, there'll be no there'll be no bug, and so then everyone on PC will have a like a major advantage.
1: <laughs> as the usual.
0: That's how they'll sell, That's how they'll get people on PC. I'm telling you.
1: Nah yeah, so, I also think um, um game modes like surely they introduce another game mode or something for global launch.
2: I think it's, I feel like they should as well. I, I yeah, th- it's pretty yeah.
1: bare. Like as it is, like really. I like it's, not, it's not boring. It's not, yeah, it's not boring, but like people are gonna grind it so hard that they're gonna run out of things to do. And some people have already had it for I don't know, months. Like three months, you know what I mean? yeah. yeah. I, I definitely so, agree. I,
0: I think so Hearthstone launched with two game modes. It had like just constructed, which is I guess is the main Marvel Snap mode, and then they had like a a draft system, which was called Arena. So you drafted cards, built a deck, and then you had to, like, get... Like, if you got so many wins, you had to pay, like, an entry fee. So it was, like, 100, like, 150 gold. But if you were good at the game, um, you could go far and, like, win more than your money back. Um, But yeah. obviously, like, if
1: more... I... Yeah. Yeah, if I remember as well, Clash Royale was the same. I think two game modes. You know, yeah. like, standard uh, ranked and then also, like, a... um. Uh, well, what's it called? Like a tournament thing where you pay to enter, like similar thing, you pay to enter and get rewards yeah. based on your wins or something. Yeah,
0: correct. Which is like the same thing. I think drafts are cool in card games because it's like Magic the Gathering have done it like since its inception, pretty much. Where you you pick from like a pool of cards and then you build a deck and you're gonna try and win as many games as you can. Um, I, I'm thinking so there's like a website where you can actually do it. So it gives you like three cards, you build a deck, then you can build it in Marvel Snap. So it's just like a fun sort of thing that you can do right now. And you can actually give someone the link and then you guys can do a draft together and like make it like a bit of a tournament. Like he's conversing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That is
1: awesome. It's such when, a good idea. When they, when they release the mode where you converse friends, we should do that. Thanks yeah, yeah. Agreement.
0: Well, so So like, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do, I'm thinking of doing like a just quick side note. I'm thinking of doing like a, like once a week, a YouTube series where, I'll like draft a deck and then play like five games and like try and or three games whatever I play, and like try and get like t- like the maximum amount of cubes, and then like yeah. save the deck like online and then every week like see if I can like get like the like build the best draft deck, sort of thing. And exactly like you said, like if we could verse each other, you could do like tournaments. But even then, we could like you could just play on the ladder and see who gets the most cubes, etc. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. like people are already making these game modes outside of the app. Yeah. So I think it's just like it's just like. It's just like bait hanging there ready for them to like actually just make like integrate I into agree. the game.
2: So I I'd, feel if they do a a draft mode, I feel like they should just do all cards that are just unlocked for it.
0: Yes. So that's exactly how Hearthstone it mm. was. It was you get offered three cards each each time. You pick one, then you get offered another three and you build your so for instance yeah. in Marvel Snap, you'll build your twelve card deck. But the thing is you don't keep the cards or anything. So it can be the entire yeah. pool of cards, exactly as you said. It would also give you like an opportunity to try out cards that you physically don't have yet. Mm. I think it's I think drafting in card games is just like they just go hand in hand. Like uh, I can't imagine like uh, like there are card games without draft, but I think it's just like a especially for Marvel Snap. It like just makes sense. I don't think it'll come mm. with global launch, but I think it's like down the like down the pipeline somewhere.
2: Yeah. I've got a feeling Global Launch will just be a ranked and a standard mode, maybe. I don't, I don't think it's going to be anything special.
0: I think it's going to be the game exactly as it is, with buffs and nerfs and nothing else.
2: I just think... That, would, mm. that wouldn't shock me, though. Yeah. I feel like that makes sense.
0: I've got here... I've got to do some discussion questions uh, after we go through buffs and nerfs, which pretty much is discussing, like, the dev team, etc. Um, so, we'll, we'll, we'll skip that for now. Apologies. So, card buffs and nerfs. Uh, let's start with nerfs cuz i feel like they're the easiest ones to go through. I made a little like graph thing today which i posted on reddit. Thanks for everyone that upvoted that. Uh it was like my first like like actually like fairly well upvoted post. Um it was kind of was fun really to cool make graph, too. I've got to say. Yeah, I'll bring up just a part of it here. So i've got here um so i was pretty much just like like getting data. So all the data from SnapFan the website um they like they do a really good job At like collecting data, even though the game's still in beta, I feel like when it goes global launch, their deck tracker will be more like when there's a PC client, their deck tracker will be a lot, have a lot more features and uh, we'll be able to get even more data. But yeah, I kind of just culminated it into like an easy to like look at graph because when you're just looking at a bunch of numbers, it's like your head just like explodes. So this is just like a simple way to look at, I guess, the like most like win percentage of cards. The caveat with this is, uh, f- sorry, for those that are uh, for those that are listening to the podcast and can't actually see this, um, if you head to at on Twitter, um, you'll be able to see that on there. Uh, or if you're like on Spotify or YouTube, you can watch the podcast, so you'll be able to uh, see it. But we're going to talk about it anyway, so don't stress. Uh, so I've just got like the top ten cards by win percentage, and the just thing, the important thing to note is this isn't like when the like if the card is in your deck, it's when the card is actually played or like I guess seen by the game. So, because it's the the deck tracker like doesn't currently it can't track what cards are in your opponent's deck, like that's just not a thing unless your opponent's also using the deck tracker. So for that's now, good this to
1: know, actually sorry, say that again. It's good to know. I thought it was just cards in deck.
0: Nah, so it's like it's th- those stats unless you have access to like the back end of Marvel Snap. There's like no way yeah. to actually yeah. There's no way to actually get that data. Um, so yeah, this is top 10 cards by win percentage when the cards played. So first up by like a decent margin, 64% of times Hella is played. Uh, it wins. And this makes sense because, uh, it just brings back a ton of big cards. If everything goes right. So the important thing to note is, um, a few people on Reddit made a note that like they hope people don't misinterpret this data because it doesn't mean Hella is the best card in the game. It just means when it's played, you, it generally win it wins 64.77% of the time. But there will be plenty of games where you don't. Hella's like not going to win you the game, so they retreat. So those stats wouldn't add to this uh, data. Yeah.
1: So that's like an yeah, important half thing. Half the time with Hella, she just gets discarded anyway. That's right.
0: So that that was a people. A lot of people made that point, and some people were like so is Hella like the best deck? And, and the answer is, in my opinion, no. But um, then the next one is Mister Negative at sixty one point five percent. So that's like a good like three point three percent lower win rate than Hella. So it's interesting. Then we've got infinite similar. Uh, Jane Foster, which was an interesting one, but then I realized it's because it works with Mr. Negative. Rogue was next 60% and Mystique. Rogue was an interesting one. I think Rogue like, is pretty underestimated. I've lost like plenty of games to Rogue. Um, It's not like a super highly played card, but I think the decks that do play it. What does it do? So Rogue steals a ongoing ability from a random card uh, on your opponent's yep, yep, yep. side. So there's been games where I just have like, like if you've got Devil Dinosaur and that's your only ongoing ability, there it just becomes zero. <laughs> like yeah. it's
1: like is that a pull? a pool three card? Yeah, it is. It's like it's like yeah, I, I have never seen anyone use Rogue. Maybe I, a couple of times. Yes. I have Rogue and I've never used it.
0: Yeah, so it's it, I think it's like for a control deck, it's quite good. It's like a Shang Chi almost mm. for like ongoing cards. Of course, if they have yeah. multiple ongoing cards there, it can backfire. But um, I had a few people on Reddit saying like they're glad to see Rogue in there because they play it. Uh, Mystique just can be used in a lot of decks. Uh can copy an ongoing ability like it can do some pretty nut, crazy stuff Ghost Rider was an interesting one like Ghost Rider has a powerful ability, but I, I don't know I, I I'm trying to think like I guess it's played in like what is it it's played in like what Hella discard
1: can be played in like yeah but also I'm pretty sure I've seen a couple of times like a lady Sith In ghost Rider. You know yeah, what I mean, kind of thing. Yeah, because yeah.
0: Ghost Rider brings back. Oh, sorry. Of course, that makes sense. So, Lady Sift discards Infinite Ghost Rider brings it back. That's yeah. stupid. Um. So yeah, yeah, I can I can understand. Like, if you've got a bunch of big cards similar to like Hella, Ghost Rider is pretty pretty cool. Sarah was next, fifty eight percent, then Destroyer fifty eight percent, and then Death fifty eight percent. So the thing I noticed with this is it's a, there's a lot of big cards, and I'd say that's pretty much just Hella discard. Is like like Infinite is winning games because Hella brings it back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Sarah bring back. brings back death. Um, yeah. Sarah makes cards cheaper. so like I kind of can see that. Um, so that's the thing. It's not to take these like percentages as well. Wow, these cards are the best in the game. they're good, but on their own they're they're probably not the be- like some of them on their own aren't the best cards. Yeah. like mis- like uh, the infinite, if you don't have any synergies with the infinite and you're just doing nothing turn five, playing it turn six, it's kind of weak in my opinion. But when you synergize it, like you said, with Ghost Rider and Heller and stuff, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> um, what
1: was the next? Surely the 11th card was Wave because I came across a couple of Death Wave decks for the first time in ages. <laughs> and I forgot how uh, OP that combo is.
0: Yeah. It, it's pretty good, isn't it? Um, I, 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 it's horrible. I'll have a look for you during the week. Uh, I don't think it was Wave, but I will definitely check that for you. Um, So... Uh, like, we can look at this graph. I thought I'd use this graph just for, like, some ideas about buffs and nerfs, etc., rather than you guys just, like, rattling it off the top of your head. So what, um, like, you just, in your opinion, doesn't have to be based off the graph, what card, pick, like, maybe one card, let's do, like, two to three cards that you think need to be nerfed. Justin?
1: Um, I, like I just said, I think death needs to be nerfed. Um, I don't know... I don't know how they would do it, but that specific interaction with wave is like it's game-breaking <laughs> because you can get that off. You could get that off consistently every every game as long as those two cards end up in your hand by turn uh, three. Um, they, I, I don't know. Maybe they can change the wording to say, or or just change the rules, the math to say that you know death is still full power um, on turn four. Oh, you mean four, wait, 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 what do you mean? Uh, Four cost, sorry. Death is four cost, even after wave is played. Oh, sorry, I understand what you're
0: saying because wave is played and then it's four cost and then it takes off. The ability can get it to zero.
1: Sorry, yes, I get what you're saying. The way that, when I first saw it, I was like, why does this work? (laughs) I just initially thought that um, wave makes all cards in your hand for next turn Cost four Yeah So why Why is this getting that deduction
0: So yeah It's interesting I'm just trying to think And I'm actually not sure About this interaction But if If Iceman Makes one of my cards Cost Like say it goes from Four to five And then You play wave Or they play wave Does it go to four Or does it stay at five It
1: would have to stay at five I'd say it goes to I'd say it goes to four Which then It kind of Yeah It's interesting It typically says All cards next turn Or Yeah something like that uh, Are four costs
0: yeah, it's, it's, um, I guess it's like, it's like a game rule, I guess, that if a card yeah. is, yeah, it's interesting, I guess they could change the wording of it, so, like, they could put in brackets, um, unless changed by another card.
1: They don't have to even change the wording, I think, I think they should just change the way that it works. Ha- because ha- death is, yeah. I get that, I get that death is, uh, you know, for the cards destroyed, minus that from the cost, but... If Wavy's making every single card cost four, yeah, I don't know. It how, makes do, sense. how do you com- it, it, yeah, does um, a, it, it does actually. It does actually make sense how it is. but yes. it shouldn't be like that. Is I th- what yeah, I'm saying.
0: I definitely get it. I think the issue is like yeah. they've got to convey that to their players. Like if you're a casual player, you pull it up, you play a game. Hang on, why doesn't why doesn't death work anymore?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely op.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely can see where you're coming from. Uh Tom, give us one card you think needs a nerf. Let me think. I don't really
2: know. I feel like Destroyer. <laughs> nah, Destroyer is great. Your favorite deck. I don't think. I actually don't think that would need a nerf because I feel like it's so Situ- um,
0: situational. A little
2: bit. Yeah, you got to set. You've got to mm. set it up. You can't just get it and play it. You yeah. have to have done the setup for it. I think I know. Like I haven't been done by it pretty much, but I think Hella's pretty good. So I don't oh. know if it actually does need to be nerfed. Wh-
0: Hella, w- yeah. When I figured out that Hella. When I figured out that Jane Foster, no, sorry, that's Mister Name, um, I played against a hell deck, and I realized when they discard all those big cards, I should just retreat, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I'm so. not gonna win. Uh, whereas I just be like, oh man, they've lost all these cards, and then the first time yeah. it happened, I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> uh, that's a good
1: deck. Um, but also I can guarantee you that, it, well, actually I can't guarantee you because I don't know the stats, but they would not pull that off often.
0: No, but it's but there's a lot of decks like, like I think of my Cerebro deck, yeah. I need to hit the combo perfectly. And even then it's like maybe 20 to 30 at like 20 at each location. It's like hella discard probably just going to win anyway. Um, Yeah, Yeah, of course. Look, it's it's not going to win every game. There's no deck in this game that will just be undefeated forever. Like it's just the way the game is made with the randomness of the deck. It's just impossible for there to be like a unbeatable deck. Mm -hmm.
2: Gonna... There's no Mew in this game. <laughs> Mew
0: yeah, V-Max yeah. from Pokemon. Nah, that get... no that's... To win. I mean, hey, we complained about... It's like other trading card games. It always happens. There's always that one deck. Oh, this deck's too good. It's the worst. Like, they need to get rid of it. And then, uh, like, a couple new sets come out. We get it a... in Marvel Snap. We get a couple new cards, and then all of a sudden, the deck's not that good anymore. Like, that's definitely... I've been doing... um On YouTube, I've been doing, like, looking at the data-mined cards from the game, and I look at some cards and go, wow, this is going to make this, like, average deck fully broken. Like, and I'm like, when this card comes out, people are going to complain. They're going to be like, oh, this is, like, unfair. And it's just, that's how it is. I heard other um, some people on Reddit today saying how they're sick of seeing the same decks over and over again. But, I mean, that's just how trading card games are. Yeah. Um, like, they're going to be stale. The meta gets stale eventually, and then they refresh it with some new cards, and then all of a sudden it's fun again, I guess.
1: Yeah. What yeah. about you? What do you think has to be nerfed?
0: I didn't want you to ask me this question. Um, so, what do I think needs to be nerfed? Oh, actually, that's an easy one. So, Mr. Negative definitely has to be nerfed. I, think, would that. I think people are just like... I hear, I'm hear. i hearing people like be really mad about the card, and I just kind of get it because it goes from a board state, similar to like Hella, where it just brings back a bunch of crazy cards. I'll just be like on turn six, like, hmm, they played Mr. Negative. Now I've got to do all this math to figure out how I lose. And it's like, okay, so Iron Man would be free, and if they play it here, it's just a lot of thinking to like figure out. And a lot of the time, I just look at it and go... If they play Iron Man and they play White Tiger, I just lose.
1: <laughs> like, Yeah, uh, qu- question for both of you, though. Yep. The cards that you chose, how do they nerf them?
0: Yep, so I actually thought about this one for Miss Olgo first with Mr Negative. Make the ability swap the cost and the power, but make the cost add one. So if it's a zero-cost card, okay. it will now cost one. If it was a one-cost card, it now yeah. costs two. So yes, they still get like a powerful card, but on turn six or seven, they can't just swarm the board with a bunch of zero costs. If they at least cost one or two, they can't play, like, a five-cost card and then three zero-cost cards. They can play a five-cost card and one one-cost.
2: Yeah, does, it,
0: does it make it, like, a bad deck? Maybe. But the way the game is, like, you don't... It's not like you paid money to get that card. So it's kind of yeah, like...
1: What, what, what about just simply uh, reducing the power to, like, two of Mister Negative? Four. Yeah, but that doesn't fix like, that
0: doesn't fix the problem at all.
1: It does because four four right, you're putting like a an average four cost card on the board, and I don't know what's the biggest card that that you can get from Mister Negative Zero Zero Cost. Like uh, you say, Iron the Man. biggest. If yeah, you put that's an Iron Man huge. on him, then he's yeah. But with Mister Negative at Two Cost or uh, Two Power or Zero Power, you're reducing the buff. All
0: right, all right, Hear me out. I, you get Iron Man zero cost. You play Iron Man on, like, your nine-power monster that you got from that location that gives you a nine-power monster. And you also get you're to play... On yeah, You're on you're on, like, 18. Yeah, like, so you're already on 18. That You don't have to play where Mr. Negative was. Plus, I still have six to seven mana that turn to play cards.
1: Yeah.
0: Whereas if, like, and you say, like, oh, four power, it's too powerful. What about Wong? He's, like, a four-cost, two power. He's absolutely garbage for power but when i discard apocalypse four times or six times even on turn six and dracula like takes a 40 power card it's like i i don't think i don't think mr negative's issue is his power his issue is his ability is just like really broken uh like same with hella i don't think changing hella's power makes her a bad card you could make her power zero and I still think she'd be, like, as long as the combo hits.
1: Still, yeah, you can it, still pull them off. You can still yeah. pull
0: off, like, 30, 40 power in a turn.
2: They could just even, not even change, like, I know, like how you said, by the plus one cost, but maybe they could even limit, after you play him, how many cards you play for the rest of the game. Yeah. So maybe it could be, you can only play two or three cards. I think that makes him, I think that, him, I think that kind of I makes mean. him,
0: like, useless, though. That Like, at least this way, yeah. you have a choice of the cards, whereas if it's, like, Oh, you can only play, like, if it's like a... Yeah, like, oh, you can only play two cards per turn. It just def- kind of defeats the purpose of him, I guess. I think that's too big of a nerf, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, if you... Like we said, like, if you play Jane Foster and draw three zero-power cards, if instead you're drawing... Oh, I guess that kills the Jane Foster combo.
1: Jane Foster will just be unusable, Ooh. which is fine.
0: Yeah, that makes it... Uh, That could really, really harm it now that I think about it. I, I think something has to happen. It just... When they get, when they play it, if they style lock it out turn three, I'm just like, I don't know how I win most of the time. Yeah. It was just, there's too many things that could happen to like, i got to wrap my head around to try and like figure out the math. Uh, Tom, what was your card?
2: Uh, hello.
0: Hello, that's right. And Justin, what was your card? Uh,
1: death.
0: Death, that's right. What is so your death? Yeah. yeah wa- death wave. Uh, what did you, you don't have a fix for it, do you?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to, trying to say, let's oh, change let's that interaction with yeah. wave. But like, I don't. It, like the, you're right though. The wording has to change for that. I think they can just yeah. put in
0: like the, that's like just the easiest way to fix things. Like just have like a clarification on the card that changes how it interacts with things.
1: I think I feel like they try to they try to limit the writing on the cards. You don't oh, want to get sure. you don't want to get things to a game like Yu Gi Oh where you have to <laughs> like re- read an essay to understand what the card does. I,
0: just a quick tangent. I played Yu Gi Oh Master Duel, which is like their mobile not mobile. Like it's like their digital version of that. Like full fledged card game not like jewel links or like a light version <laughs> yep. and because i haven't played for like 15 years or 10 years or whatever it is every time i'm like oh they played a card give me two and a half minutes oh they played another card they play like 10 cards a turn i'm like i don't have the time for this anymore <laughs> yeah so you are definitely right they they are limiting the words to make it i guess more friendly for players and obviously it's a mobile game if you've got three minutes per game and you got to read for three minutes i mean yeah that's a tough one all right those are our buffs. We'll just do one because I'm like we could talk about buffs for ages. Right, what, what um, sorry, about nerf Tom, for ages.
1: How, how do we how do we fix Hala? Oh yeah, we kind no. of
0: discussed it. Tom, do you have a fix for it?
2: Maybe just bring back two random cards you've discarded. Maybe. Yeah, <sighs> I was
1: gonna say that as well. Just you just cap it. You just cap it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess I guess that is a fix. Um, That's the easiest way. I feel like it would make it really bad too. Because what, what? How, how right. big's Hala? Six six. But
2: then if you just if you only discard two cards, like just say you try and limit to where you discard, then you know what's coming back. I think,
0: I think the problem with it is, is cause you don't get to pick where they go. If you don't fill up your boards, you don't have a say, like obviously that's already the case, but it's like fine. If you don't have a say where they go, if you're bringing out six cards and like three of them are like 14 plus power, yeah. then you don't care where they go. Cause you're probably just going to win regardless. Whereas yeah, yeah, if it's only two cards problem is, does it just randomly pick what two cards? It'd have to yeah. Because... So
2: if you discarded four or five, then it only picks two random nah, cards. it would.
0: I it's. I like the idea. I like the idea, but it would make it bad because if you discard like a, like like a lady sif or something, it's all of a sudden like yeah, they really could just bad.
1: balance it like maybe tr- try three cards at first, you know.
0: But yeah, that's the thing. Like the the whole the whole strength of it is like, oh, I'm just gonna discard my entire hand, and as long as I finish with Halla in hand, I win. Whereas now it's gonna be. Yeah. I played Hella. I brought back a four power lady Sif and a one power, a three power blade, and then yeah, I I, I like the idea though. I think that they'd have to do a little bit more to get it to stay. I guess like relevant. Uh, but I like all the ideas, boys. Let's say. Uh, um, yeah, I actually, wonder
2: what they look at when they consider nerfs and buffs. Like they must have some sort of data that they're looking at, oh, or something. Definitely,
0: they would definitely have data. Like um, like we've got this graph which is pretty simple, and it doesn't really give you the full picture. They would definitely have all those stats and would make decisions yeah, so based on that, for it'd be, sure.
2: It'd be interesting to see what they look at to make decisions, because obviously we're just going off what our experiences are for playing, sure. but they would I know mean, the intricacies of they could the even actual interactions and whatnot.
0: They could even crunch numbers and be like, okay, let's say if we only made it three cards, like you said, what are the chances that the deck's still pretty good? And they could, I guess, crunch Ooh. those numbers, like... Even if they have to play test it, they play test it for yeah, like a week exactly. in like they their testing their server. Yeah. Whatnot, yeah, yeah. So, um, I only, definitely
1: only when they're going through that, they just see um which cards have been played the most, and they just go, "Wow, why why is this being played so much?" Well,
0: it's trial and error as well. Like the fixes, yeah. like and and I think digital games, it it makes it easy. They can just test something. If it's bad, they just they just back on it if they have to. Whereas, like, yeah. a physical game, once a card's printed, they can errata it. But, like, if you just have to, err- like, change everything, the game is, like, unplayable. Mm. Cool. All right. And card, ner- uh, card buffs. This is a tough one. Um, I was going to make a graph of, like, the least played cards and the least win percentage with cards, which I will try and have for next week. Um, But, like, just off the bat, just one card you think would need a buff. Even if no. it's a card you play and you just like it, but don't think it's that good.
1: I have no idea for this. It's a tough one, isn't it? I really don't know. I was thinking, just because Nick Fury is fresh in our heads from the season past, I was thinking Nick Fury and what could they do for it? I was thinking maybe they make him a four cost, Mm. five power, and the reason being is so... You see what six cost cards are in your hand, and you have at least a turn to set up before you use those six cost cards. Even
0: even on top of that, if you have like uh, Quinjet out and you play him on turn four, your six cost card will cost five.
1: That's true as well. Yes. Like it's and like I can't see anyone using Sarah him or... at, at five cost, like it's 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 just RNG. Like I think
0: everyone everyone tried to make it work for like a week. We discussed this last week, and it just it just doesn't yeah. work. So yeah. I, I like that. I actually like that. It's a new card. We want we want it to be like playable. Um, I'm just trying to think. Tom, did you have one in mind? I really didn't nah. think about this one. You're just looking at the cards.
2: I think. Yeah, I'm literally looking at cards. I'm like, I, I think don't really. It's hard to think of buffs mm. because you're you're not playing them, so That's you're, right. not, you're not you're not not fresh in your mind. For Sure. Yeah.
0: Um, I think I think like this is a simple one, but maybe some buffs to the. I was going to say cards with no abilities, but then that would make Patriot a bit broken. Maybe like Domino and like Quicksilver. They're just bad cards. If they could somehow make them not bad, like what if what if Quicksilver was like three power? That's true. And like, what's Domino like a a two three power?
1: Two three. Make yeah. Domino I'd like make four power. Two, four.
0: Like it sounds silly, but I feel like it probably still doesn't make them playable, but it probably makes them not like crap. You get what I mean? Yeah, you'd
1: consider, you'd consider it. You'd consider playing them.
0: Yeah, like it probably still won't, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's actually a really tough one. If I had that uh, graph, it might have given us a bit more of an uh, idea. But, yeah, uh, we'll, I guess we'll leave the nerfs there. Uh, before we move on, anything else you want from Global Launch? Like anything that you uh, really want, even if you don't think it will happen? Not so, No really. black squares. Yeah.
2: No that's black squares, that's, yeah. that's it. I think that's number one. <laughs> no black end. squares? We're good. If that's fixed, then we're. And I want to see Colossus. I think I want to see yeah. all my Colossus. variants. I, I, I couldn't even tell you what the card looks like. <laughs> honestly, forgotten.
0: he's just faded. And, he's faded into a memory.
1: It's probably an obvious oh, one. Yeah, for sure. Boss. Um, uh, yeah. just
0: quickly, Justin, we spoke about this last week, but uh, do you think that Infinite will be harder to get when there's no bots?
1: Uh, not necessarily. No, people you... are pe- people are forever complaining about cheating bots.
0: Uh, so that's apparently that was confirmed that. It was confirmed Correct. in the
2: official Discord oh, that I have a story
1: the about bo- that.
0: the bots that
2: I think it's cheating. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, no. So like apparently um, I saw some, t- I haven't actually looked at it myself in the Discord, so probably don't quote me on it right now. I'll definitely check it. But I saw screenshots of um, devs saying that the bots snap and stuff in, because they already know the RNG outcomes. So they're not as necessarily, so like if, so you know the location where 25% of times it destroys a card? They know yeah. before they play the card if it destroys it or not.
2: Okay.
0: So, and, and, and here's my here's my thing. Okay, there's cheating bots. They're still damn easy to beat. <laughs> like, yeah. people are complaining. that Like, no, no offense. Like, if you're losing to bots, like, it's fine. I'm like, losing to bots. Yeah, no, no, no. I lose to bots as well. Like, uh, I have to retreat. And sometimes I'll be super confident and just lose eight cubes. It definitely happens. But, like, I'm just seeing this outrage that the game is impossible to play. Like, yes, if you're complaining because the bots are boring... And You want to play against human players? Completely understand, because um, it's like, what's the point of playing a, a like a competitive game against the computer? Um, if there was a game mode, sure, like a single player mode where that was the point, then that's great. But I think like I just see people like, oh, the bots are cheating. It's impossible to get to infinite. I'm never going to get there because the bots are cheating. It's like the bots. The way the retreat mechanic works is if the bots are doing well, you just retreat at one cube. Like the bots not. I, I play bot. I played a bot today. And it just did the dumbest things. It was impossible for me to lose the game. Like, I was winning two locations. It's turn six. And they played, like, a Colossus. And I won all three locations. And they snapped. And it was, like, eight cubes. Like, there was physically no way for them to win. But they still went all in. So, yeah. I think it's a bit of... Yes, sometimes the bots, like, just hit the nuts. But, I mean, as a as a player, like, I could verse one of you guys. And you could hit all of your combo pieces and I miss them all. That's just the game. So I I don't think it's like, when we say cheating bots, it's bots who already know the outcomes, which I guess is cheating, but the bots are already not as smart as a human player. So even with the prior knowledge of the RNG, they're still less skilled than a human person. So I think you definitely still lose to bots. Like, don't get me wrong. Like you're not winning every game against the bot. But I I don't think it makes you, like, go from – you're not going to go from 60 rank to 30 because of the bots, if you get what I mean.
1: Yeah, and also, I don't really care about not reaching infinite. Like, in other games, not – I don't know. Last season, I found it so easy to reach infinite, and then when I got there, I was like, all right. Listen to this guy.
0: Oh, the infinite's so easy, guys. Wow.
1: The the ego. (laughs) Uh, like I just, I played pool two discard deck and I just got there. But that's but
0: that's the point. Then, the, game, the game is not determined on, oh, I've got the tier zero broken deck. I'm going to win every game. It's learning the retreat mechanic is the key to like ranking up. As long as you learn yeah. to retreat. Like when I look at a board, sometimes I'm like, oh, I really just wish I could get eight cubes here. We've already snapped. It's, I'm going to lose four cubes, but I know I can't win. Like if I know they've got like, like the Mr. Negative scenario or the Hallows scenario, if Giganto gets discarded, if they'll get discarded and I look at my hand and go, I literally can't win, just retreat. I feel like people are like just overrested, especially I've seen like TCG players, like long time trading card players, like in the first few weeks, they're like, oh, this game's like so hard to rank up. It's just getting their head around the retreat mechanic. It's a gambling mechanic. It's like poker. You could have, if you've got the worst hand in the world and you're snapping if If they commit you you've just you risked those eight cubes, like you knew what you were doing, whereas if you have a great hand and they have a better hand, that's just bad luck, and that's mm. like how the game goes i guess um yeah,
1: I you, know. it's, you, not, it's, it's not a huge deal no
0: nah, i I think I don't think like I don't think it's easy to get to infinite or anything, but I think it's not unattainable like hearthstone getting legend in hearthstone depending on the season can be really hard like you you might have to play. Hundreds of games, and they're like, you know, five to ten minutes, not two to one to three minutes, and you're losing the same amount of rank as you you're getting, so it's even harder. Like you can play, you can, you can play a thousand games of Hearthstone and have like a, I don't know, maybe a fifty percent win rate. Uh, I have to do the math.
1: No, if you I ever- feel like that. I feel like that's the point I was trying to make. That's how it should be. Like in Clash Royale, I played since the game's release for like four or five years. I get what you're saying. And I, yeah. I never, I never ever made it to the top rank. I, I got what which you're saying was now. fine. But the, the rewards that you get at the top rank should be not just like a, a, a cool card back. It should be like something insane, like credits and gold and this uh, and that, because you put so much time into it.
2: I,
0: I kind of get what you're saying. But then the, the, the other thing of that is if it's like, if like let's say 10,000 people hit infinite every month. That's like a lot of free stuff to give 10,000 people.
1: Like Yeah, and not not over the top, but like just not a card back or not uh, not something aesthetic. Like gi- give you something give the decent amount of rewards so, so the, the, the card back is cool, the, high yeah, the card back I was is awesome, say, By the
0: way. I, I think like if like what you're saying is if it's not like insanely difficult to get infinite, I feel like that's their intention or else they wouldn't put like a cosmetic there. Like imagine yeah. Infinite was like only top ten thousand, then you're probably not getting that card back. Whereas like in Hearthstone, the difference between like the rank before Legend and Legend is, like, one extra pack. That's literally the difference. So, mm. anyone that's, like, semi-decent at the game can get to the, like, Diamond 5, which is just before Legend. And then from there to Legend, you've got to win, like, 25 games, like, consecutively. Like, you can lose, and you just move back. So, you need to end up positive 25. Uh, did I do that math right? 3, 6, nine, positive 15. <laughs> so, it's like, but... All you're getting is one extra pack and the, like, the, the bragging rights. So I think it's fine that not everyone can hit the max rank. Whereas when you're offering, like, a cosmetic that you, like, potentially never going to be able to get again, I think they have to make it, like, semi-attainable. Or, like you said, just don't have, have the cosmetics back in the season pass and at infinite rank you get, like, 500 gold or 1,000 gold or whatever and make it harder to get to infinite. I think it's going to be way harder when it, when all the bots are gone. I think it's going to be way harder because... For every 8 cubes you win off me, I lose 8 cubes. So, like, if I'm winning cubes off bots because they just snap to 8 and they're garbage, like, that's just free cubes. When we're, when it's real players, 9 times out of 10, you're going to retreat at 1 cube, if you're a good player. So, like, you you seen, if you started at rank 1 as a new player, you essentially need, what, like 900 cubes? I think we did the math.
1: Mm. Yeah, I get what you're saying. If, if you're not winning it, if if you're winning, then you're taking the cubes from the other person. Correct. So if you're hitting infinite, basically someone else is not hitting infinite. You're
0: stopping someone, yeah. So whereas right now, I think it's just like everyone can kind of, as long as you put in the hours, like even if you, as long as you have like a, like you don't even need to have a 50% win rate in Marvel Snap. If you're mm-hmm. retreating at one cube and winning at eight cubes, you can have a like a below 50% win rate and still get there. I think it's just a time thing and a learn the retreat mechanic. And I think as long as you put in the time, you just get there
2: yeah because no, all wins are equal.
0: yeah and like but even in hearthstone, like as long as you have a, even if you have a 51 percent win rate, yes, it might take you like 300 games you will get there. so it's like a it's more a time thing than a uh like obviously you have to be skilled, of course, but it's not like a oh, I'm the best player in the world, like I play five games and I'm infinite rank, like every yeah, season yeah. I just infinite automatically because I'm the best. It's not like a shooting game where you play some ranked matches and because you're so good, you're like almost max rank. This is kind of like a – I think you're stealing cubes from other people. So, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. I think it'll be a lot harder. That ended up being way yeah. longer than yeah. I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh,
1: what's your story, Tom? Oh, hang in, I'm hanging out for your cheating bot story. Oh, sorry, the cheating so, bots.
2: Oh, I can't I remember forget? the exact scenario, but the last turn, I knew if I played leader, whatever they played, I win didn't matter what it was they just needed to play a card i can't remember exactly what happened and then the bot just didn't play anything wow (laughs) so it's like it knew i had leader and it was gonna play it
0: but how many did you check how many cards it had in hand
2: yeah it definitely had cards in hand you
0: checked (laughs) you didn't discard any of that? no you don't play moon knight
2: (laughs) no 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 i didn't discard anything Uh, they had a card in their hand i can't remember exactly the scenario i'm trying
0: to think though like if they were already winning all the locations
2: no i was i was winning one tough one Let me see if I took a screenshot of it. But
0: but see, here's the thing. No, no, hang on. If you were winning one and you play leader, oh. No, no, but wouldn't they have to play a card at that location for you to win? They had to play a card where you played leader.
2: No, leaders, the way leader works is. No, no, I know how leader
0: works, but if you were only winning one location, if they played it at a location where leader wasn't, you would still only win one location.
2: Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but I do remember they just didn't play anything. So leader did nothing. So, but that's the thing, leader. leader we
0: we discussed this. I, I saw people discussing this. People saying on Reddit like leader is broken, but leader's like a win more card. So you already have to be winning for leader to generally work. Like if you're, yeah, like, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like if you're if you're like just betting on this leader to win you that second location, like you said, if they don't play anything there, like I get what you're saying. Like oh, maybe the bot knew, which is definitely possible, I guess, but. Mm. Um, I saw people, like, even, like, saying against real players, like, oh, leader's the worst. But if they're not already winning both locations, leader probably doesn't win them the game anyway.
1: Yeah, and also, you can, even if the game is even on every location and you play a leader, it doesn't mean that every location is still going to be even. Yeah, that's... that's... Or or it doesn't mean that you're going to win that location because you've played leader. It depends on all the other cards there. That's the point. It has to be, you have
0: to, like, already be winning for leader to matter.
1: Yeah, I came across a funny interaction. I won't tell you the outcome, but play if both players play a leader on turn six yep. at, different lo- at different locations, watch what happens. It's, it's hilarious. They
0: would copy, and then they would copy, and then they would copy? Would they just uh, keep copying each other until they fill up the board?
1: Nah, it was weird. I couldn't make sense to
0: it. Oh, interesting. Oh, we should... Uh we should post that on Reddit and find out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's some research we have to do. Um yeah. I'm just try- I'm just looking at time. Uh yeah, this is not like not a long discussion. So I was thinking like like how we only get one card each each month. Whereas a traditional card game, like even in real life or Hearthstone, you'll get like a set of like a hundred plus cards every three, four months. So we're getting what? Three cards every three months? Let's say every four months we're getting four cards right now. Uh, do you think that means that the dev team should have more time to spend on things like new game modes, um, new game modes, fixing bugs, et cetera? Or do you think it's like, the, uh, yeah, it's more like, do you think that they can focus more on all these like enhancement things and making the game like, I guess, appeal to more people since they're not having to make like hundreds of cards every set? And just like food food for thought, Uh, Hearthstone now have a dev team of like 70 plus. Uh, employees. Uh, I believe Second Dinner have like, I want to say like 15 maybe. Could be a little bit more, could be a little bit less, but it's quite a small dev team at the moment. Uh, so with that information, what's your thoughts on that discussion question? Uh, just uh, Tom, we'll go with Tom first.
2: Um, I think, well, yeah, realistically, if they're not making cards, or they're only making one card a month, I mean, and, I'm not and, sure how long and, that would take. And
0: take this into account, there's been like like 50 plus cards data mined, So they already have like a bunch of cards. We don't know if they're like fully programmed into the game, but they have abilities and powers and costs. So assume, let's assume that like most of them are already programmed. Yeah. Go go from there.
2: So, well, yeah, if they're doing behind the scenes, they might be making all these cards. I feel like if they've got, like you said, up to 50 ready to go or almost ready to go, then surely they're thinking of releasing them, more than one at a time because it just doesn't make sense to have fifty cards waiting for fifty months to be released. Like it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. To have all those done. So, but I just it's there's this thing you don't we don't know we don't on that That's the development right. side so I don't know right. how long it takes for them to make a card. They might think of a card in a day, test it in two days and then three days then the card's ready to go you know we just don't know how long it takes I definitely sure it think take it takes longer, than, longer that. than that yeah I was like yeah, I think you'd know that probably takes a, longer than that as a just yeah rough but we just don't know maybe one day they'll get an idea of a card bang done they just got it out and then maybe the people who are how many people are going to be testing it is the whole entire staff going to be testing it so I think yeah. it's just a it's just too hard of a question to answer considering we just don't know what goes on behind the scenes
0: for sure I think I think what you said makes sense I guess like if they stay ahead and they're always like five to 10 cards ahead, it means when there's bugs and things, they have time to try and fix them. Um, yeah. So maybe they'll keep making cards for the future. What, uh, Justin, what's your thoughts on that?
1: I don't, again, I don't really know. Um, I think, yes, it, it does. It gives them enough time to polish the game and work on bugs and, and other things. And, uh, yeah, uh, who knows what their plans are for mm. the game, but they're obviously, if they're not working on, you know, 100 cards for the end of the season or whatever, yeah. Um, then they're obviously working on something else. But what that is, I don't know. It could be, yeah, polishing up the game or adding new game modes or, yeah, future, future things that they're adding to the game. But I agree with Tom um, that they have to release more uh, cards more often they can't release one card a month because i was thinking about it today it's kind of like a not a lose-lose situation but like if you're if you're bringing out one card for a whole month that's like what 30 days on average whatever it is 28 days yeah if if the card is a really good card right everyone's buying the season pass. Yep. Everyone's getting access to that card straight away. Yep. Everyone is using that card. Just say it's overpowered. Everyone's using that card. Yeah. So then what's the point of what's the point of releasing that card kind of thing? Because if everyone's using it then it's like meh, it's gonna kill the game a little bit. On the opposite side of the scale, um, if it's a bad card, then everyone's gonna be annoyed for the whole month. Yeah. Everyone has to like Nick Fury, you'd, like no one. Pl- I haven't seen anyone play Nick Fury anymore. Mm. No one comes across it. No one talks about it. There's no hype about the season pass, and that will go on for literally the whole month. Why would they want to do so that? So,
0: in the future, would you wait a week to see if the card's actually good, and if it's bad, would you not buy the season pass?
1: Like, personally? Uh, at the moment, I just buy the season pass yep. regardless, because I want to support the devs. It's a cool game. I'm enjoying it, whatever. Um, in the future, uh, no, I wouldn't wait. If I feel like it's going to be a really good card, yeah. then I'll for sure buy the season pass. If I think it's going to be a bad card, maybe I'll wait. I don't know. So
0: let's think of it as like, let's think of someone who's not like, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're a bit younger. Maybe they don't, you know, have a full, have, they might have a job. They might be studying. They don't have a ton of money to just like throw at video games. Those sort of people maybe would wait and then they hear the reviews of the card and then they might go, nah, I'm not going to buy it. Like I guess yeah, we're watch talk.
1: Some, watch some YouTube videos. Yeah, like watch watch your YouTube video and be like, "Hey, this guy reckons this card's really good. I'm gonna spend my my money on the season pass." Th- that's right. Oh, this guy reckons it's trash. What's the point of buying that? Yeah. yeah.
0: So I think that definitely is a good point. Um, okay, so follow up question: How many? What's the ideal amount of cards you think should be released? And like on what type of schedule? Like monthly, every three months, every four months? Uh, Tom.
2: I think. It just depends how many cards are going to release, you know. I think. So that's
0: my question: How many to keep to to keep you interested in the game every month? Yeah. Or like every say say it was only every three months you got like a big hit of cards. How many cards would you need to you think for the game's longevity? I guess.
2: Like five,
0: um, ten, three, like five a month, ten every think, three months.
2: Yeah, I think. Maybe three or four a month, maybe one a week. They could even do it. Ooh, that's a, like, that's a spicy... I
0: know, that, that, what's that? That's 52 to... a year.
2: It's so a yeah, lot, I
0: but I, I, I mean, can see where you're coming from. Like, if they've got 50, 50 cards a year compared to other TCGs is, like, not a nothing. lot. Nothing.
2: But then also with a lot of other TCGs, especially Pokemon, um, there's just a lot of random... Garbage, cards that yeah. Are just, yeah. Yeah, completely useless. So there's a difference... Between, I think, I don't think they're going to want to do that. I think most of their cards, they want to be somewhat playable. Yeah. Like, obviously, they've got some of the early cards that are just, you know, no pe- no abilities, no nothing. They're just I, kind of there.
0: I think with your just idea of, like, one a week, so let's say 50 cards a year, if they had, like, a rotation system and they rotated out old cards, I feel like that could work. I feel like if you just end up with, like, hundreds of cards in the game, it becomes, like, pretty overwhelming. Uh, Justin, what's your thoughts? Like, yeah, what's your idea?
1: I keep keep, um, comparing the game to Clash Royale just because it's that similar um, eight-card deck that you're using. Um, Every card's different. You can only use one per deck. So um, when I was playing that, they actually went through phases, so, like, uh, sometimes it was one a week. Uh, I found that pretty overwhelming because I feel like even with Nick Fury, Season Pass came out, I probably tried to play him for a week. Yeah. You know, just just to see, like, you know, different interactions and yeah. whatever, especially with this game. There's a lot of RNG, so, <laughs> you know, he, I, I didn't know if it was good or not un, until I playtested him a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I feel like maybe a week for playtesting and then, and then um, you know, a week to actually use the card before another one comes out. I'd say probably once a fortnight is, like, a good middle ground. So two um, a month, yep. Two a month, but I don't think they have to stick to that necessarily like yeah. you know they could have a break over christmas or a yeah, break yeah, over sure. easter or school holidays they have a break for a little bit like whatever but um i think to a week uh, to a month is probably uh, a decent amount so
0: here's my here's an idea i was just thinking of it while we were talking about it what if you got like start of the season pass you get a card straight away and instead of getting a variant at 50 you get another card on the theme That'd be cool. Now you have a reason. Like, say the card, the first card's, like, good, but then, like, the ability of the, like, do you think that's unfair? I guess people can buy, people could pay to skip 50 tiers, which would be really expensive, but then I guess people would complain about, oh, but you can buy the card. Which, I mean, the season pass is already that anyway, so Mm -hmm. I guess it wouldn't really matter. I think that would be fine, because, like, with the season pass, like, yes, I'm doing the missions, but... I don't really care too much about like Oh I'm getting a variant Like it's But if, if I was achieving a card It would probably really incentivize me to
1: Play Okay but then Do they increase The value of the season pass?
0: No 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 Leave it at 15 They leave it at Or well, 15 Australian dollars 12, 10 Whatever it is Elsewhere in the world
1: Yeah Can they, like, um, Do you reckon that's viable? It's a, cool, it's a cool idea I only spend money on The season pass Yeah So the 15 bucks Whatever it is um, and then, you know, I'm probably getting halfway, uh, in what, uh, almost two weeks, not yeah. exactly half a month, but say almost two weeks I'd get, I'd, I'd get halfway. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah that, That's cool.
0: Yeah. I think like if you're, if you're like going, um, if you're like, I don't know, I know what you're saying. Like they want you to pay to like get the card early. But my thing is, it's not like I can just go and buy packs. Like if you just made packs available, even if you get one card per pack, and I just like like I'd probably drop hundred dollars just to get a bunch of cards, like yeah. I actually because like other games I would do that to play with the cards now, but obviously with collection level like you're buying credits, it works out to be really really bad in terms of value. Like you'd probably have to spend thousands of dollars to actually get all the collection level cards, so like that's obviously not feasible. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think having that back catalogue of cards means it gives them time to like fix bugs, work on new game modes. So I think it's like a bit of a buffer as well. So I don't want them to like run out of that buffer too soon, but then we also need content to keep the game fresh. I definitely agree there. all right. Uh, guys, we've come to everyone's favorite part of the podcast snap who, uh, so, uh, Tom has now guessed three cards. I've guessed two. Justin has guessed one. So we're going to try and even it up to make it fair. So this week, Tom is going to be giving Justin a card to guess. If you haven't played, uh, if you haven't, uh, played snap who yet, uh, Someone, uh, Tom will give Justin a an ability on a card. Justin has to guess the cost, uh, the energy cost of the card, the power of the card, and the name of the card. Uh, you get one point for each, so you can get a maximum of three points. Right now, Tom is on seven. I am on five. Justin is on one. So Justin only got one on his first attempt.
1: Literally butchered it.
0: <laughs> so uh, hopefully Justin can try and uh, play a bit of catch-up here. Uh, over to you, Tom.
2: Okay. I don't know if this... I don't think this is too difficult, but.
0: Oh, he's giving him clues already.
2: I don't I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be difficult or if that, it's that, going that, to be that, easy. That, so. Don't give
0: him too many clues. Look, he's, he's, he's That's not a now. clue. Oh, it is. You're saying that you. How's that a clue? Uh, I don't know. You could take something from it.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, so, the ability is you can only play this at locations where you are winning.
1: Ooh. All right. I think I know what it is. I think I don't know. Last time I thought I knew what it was, and it was a completely different card. If I don't uh, know if
0: this helps you, but can I have you say that again. Yeah, I have no
2: idea. <laughs> you can only you can only play this at locations where you are winning.
1: All right. I think I think it's crossbones. Um, and I'm pretty sure crossbones is a I want to say four cost, and as for the power, um, I think, I'm not one hundred percent sure, but I think he's eight power. Oh, he's got all three. Ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. That's impressive. And when you nice. said when you said crossbones, I'm like, I'll just queue it up in case it's correct.
1: And yeah. uh, what do I, you know? I have not, I have not unlocked this card, <sighs> but. I don't think, or oh, maybe I have, is that a full three card? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's a pull three card. Yeah, I don't think I've unlocked him, but I have, I had him played against me recently.
0: <laughs> I, I had, I have this no. card and I had no idea when, when Tom said it, I'm like, oh, he's not <laughs> going to get this one. Impressive stuff. Impressive Pretty stuff.
2: I, I thought the the power would throw you off because like a nominee card's are eight power. Nah. So. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting card. You
0: can only play this at locations where you are winning. I mean, it's not that hard to pull it off. But I guess this is again a like a win more card. Yeah. Like yeah. you just win, win that more. location more. So yeah. Ah, well done. So Jizzy, uh, I called you Jizzy. Jizzy's uh, Justin's nickname. It's, it's 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 ingrained in my brain. So Justin, you are now on four points. Playing back in the race. Back in the race. You've had two attempts. I'm on five points. I've had two attempts, and Tom is on seven with three attempts. So. Uh, you, you definitely, you definitely can catch up. We're definitely in the running to catch up to Tom. Uh, yeah. but Tom's still out in the lead there. We'll see if he'll be able to hold that next week. Uh, guys, I hope you are enjoying Who. Let us know if you're enjoying, uh, Who. Uh, cool guys. That was a great episode. Um, again, sorry if my voice was a bit funny, uh, feeling absolutely terrible, but, uh, pushed through, um, feeling good. Once I started chatting with you guys, I got a bit of uh, got a bit of energy. Um, Thanks for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, again, apologies that we didn't, uh, weren't able to do the live stream today. Uh, but if you're, uh, uh, for those of you that are listening after that probably doesn't matter. Um, if you, uh, I was like, my note said, apologize. We didn't go live this week. I'm like, I already said that. Uh, if the official Twitter, <laughs> the official Twitter uh, for the infinite <coughs> snap podcast is at infinite snap pod. So go and follow us there on Twitter, posting uh We'll let you know when we're going live and uh, just uh, posting a bunch of Marvel Snap News, et cetera, on there. Um, and if you want to watch us uh, in video and you are not able to make the live stream, of course, it's uh, with the time zones. We're in Australia, so we usually run it around 9 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. So if you're on the other side of the world, you might be sleeping, you might be at work, etc. So if you uh, if you still want to watch it, though, in video, you can watch us on YouTube uh, at Shadow DTV, And uh, if you have Spotify, podcasts on Spotify have video, which is pretty, pretty cool. Um, I don't personally use it, Justin. Do you ever use Spotify for podcasts?
1: If I'm listening to them, not if I'm watching them, but I did you see the other day. You watch it on YouTube, don't you? I watch it on YouTube, yeah, but I did see when I was looking at your podcast the other day, um, the video, and it works well. It's pretty cool. He, he, says, I don't see he says
0: your podcast instead of our. <laughs> our,
1: our podcast. <laughs> he's,
0: he's already our forgotten podcast. that he's part of the Infinite Snap crew now. Oh, Tom, any last words? <laughs>
1: no nah, nothing for me
0: <laughs> nothing from you Justin might have something
1: yeah thanks guys it's good to be a part of the team hey um, awesome podcast love your work thanks guys keen to do some more
0: yeah it's going to be fun um, we'll catch you in the next, next uh, we'll catch you in the next episode hopefully we have a patch to talk about by then that'd be nice something to, something to chat about but until then I'll ca- we'll catch you guys uh, next week have a great week everyone see us.
2: see ya